Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Danny Cola, and I'm excited to bring you the next guest on my podcast. It's Leo Savage, and we talk about the magic of the steel mace in this episode nonetheless. I've learned a ton from Leo Savage. He teaches a lot of people all across the world how to use the steel mace. We talk a little bit about how he was the guest speaker at the Strong Coach Convention, and they were just talking steel mace magic and how the steel mace is used for self-expression and ultimately for healing. Obviously, I'm a big advocate of the steel mace, and it's always great to connect with other people who are steel mace enthusiasts, steel mace teachers, and coaches who are helping people optimize, essentially. Optimize, helping people balance, helping people heal, essentially. And it was a fun podcast. Always a pleasure to talk with Leo Savage. So I hope all of you enjoy this show. Before we get the podcast started, I just want to take some time to mention Steel Mace 101 at Balance Fitness Studio. Check the show notes, balanceholisticfitness.com. Get your tickets for the Steel Mace 101 class that I'll be teaching. September 16th, 6 p.m. Steel Mace 101. Also, I will be teaching a Steel Mace 101 workshop October 26th in the west side of Chicago at a gym called On Your Mark Studios. It'll be October 26th, Saturday at 11 a.m. to 12.30. Howard Bowens of Well Vibes Organic will also be there. Get your tickets also in the show notes. Without further ado, Leo Savage, Steel Mace Magic. Leo Savage, thanks for doing the podcast again, man. We're just grinding it out. I'm doing the podcast from the car. I've never done a podcast from the car before. Um, what's up? How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling. Uh, I'm feeling complete. You're I feeling complete. complete. That's a big. That's a big statement. I like that. I like that term, dude. Well, let, me, let me kind of jump into that. Quick. Please. Um, feeling is kind of like this. This weird word, right? Because like, what I'm feeling is my own reality. Right. So when somebody says they feel something, I, I kind of question it. All right. So, for instance, Danny, if you said, I'm feeling complete, uh, me, if I was your coach, I would challenge that. I would say your feeling has no perception on my reality. Either you are or you aren't. I am complete. And there's a step of growth, right? Yes. There's just like a, a little bit of growth. And, and it's interesting how we did it because we just changed a little bit of, of the wording or if you will, the spelling and spelling as in casting spells. Mm, magic. What I think you want to talk about, magic. Um, so, uh, well, let me, I think we should probably preface this conversation a little bit. Definitely. Listen, you, uh, I, first of all, I love your Instagram lives. Because it's just like a genuine conversation and, and it's a lot of time it's you in the car, right? Talking, how ironic, right? <laughs> you're just, uh, yeah. you're just spewing knowledge. And every time uh, I, I show up in there, you always give me props and I appreciate that. I, I managed to have Leo Savage with the best name ever say that you like my name more. Is that true? I like it, man. It's <laughs> so, it's, it's such a cool, I appreciate the compliment on my name. Definitely. Um, You're the savage, bro. The, compl the compliment on the name is because like the world accepted that, 
right? They're like, there's a lot of savages out there, uh-huh. uh, but it was that the world said, okay, you, uh, you're the savage. Um, but I like it because it's, it's got cola in there. <laughs> yes. It's just, it has a ring to it. Danny Cola and then uh, fitness, you know? Yes. So um, every time I see that, but a lot of like your superhero name, right? Um, see, Danny Cola is like your regular name. Yeah, my, my name is actually Danny Cola Pietro. <laughs> ah, ah, okay, so totally different. Right? Yeah, and my first name is actually Dan- Daniele. I mean, if we want to get really technical, dude, my hmm. name is Daniele Cola Pietro. I come from, well, my, I come from Chicago, Illinois, but my, uh, my parents, they come from Puglia, which is the south of Italy. And, and so uh, what's your Instagram name? Danny Cola Fitness, yeah. Okay, and so you've created this uh, alternate identity. Yes. To, to help people. Yes. Yeah. And I've watched you work and I think you do it at a heroic level. Like you have a kid's mace class. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you're helping the kids. Not only do you do it for a living, like as a, as a teacher, but you said, Hey, um, let me do something heroic. Let me like step, let me over deliver, which is one of the models that we have and still makes flow. Um, that's heroic, man. And so you're inspiring people. Uh, every time I see your name, I get a physical reaction. I go, fuck, there's my guy, Danny Cola out there, uh, spreading mace love to everybody. You know, Leo Savage isn't necessarily for the kids. And, and, you know, we, we might all know that. Um, but that doesn't mean I can't help influence people who, uh, have a voice for the kids. Hell yeah. You know, so, um, I can't do what you do, Danny. <laughs> I can't do what you do. Right. I'm the savage. I'll tell you that the respect is the respect is mutual. I see you and I get I get fi- fired up myself. Appreciate that, my friend. Um, and I remember on it actually posting one of your videos. Just yeah, they recently. did that. They did that like uh, maybe it was like a week and a half ago, man. Yeah, I was fucking flattered when that happened. I was just like, wow, the one of the companies that I've learned so much about and like just within the last couple of years too, just like grown so much, just listening to a whole bunch of different podcasts, Joe Rogan, Aubrey Marcus, Kyle Kingsbury, really into Paul Check and understanding unconventional fitness, understanding balance and all these other ways that we can achieve balance and wellness, you know, through breathing practices and intermittent fasting and sleep and, and, you know, and flowing, right. Flowing with the mace, flowing with kettlebell, body weight, like, God, it's so, it was fun to see that. It was fun to see them post it. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm also like, I love that word complete. I mean, although I'm not like ever a finished product, I am very passionate about, uh, self-development improvement and like you know building an energy and projecting that light onto people that are looking for it you know people are constantly looking for something to look up to and find a a path or a journey that they can embark on and you know i've been i've i've been inspired myself i've been inspired by fucking the ninja turtles the mighty ducks the big green right we you know we go back and we, we talk about all these like movies from when we were kids and i think last time we talked about the ninja turtles and how of that inspired you and like there's something about being kid like in your adult life that is healthy it's chasing novelty it's connecting new neurological pathways it's it's fucking healthy and i was flattered to see on it post that because they've they've contributed so much to my growth man um yeah yeah it was it was awesome not only do i i recognize it but uh you know the oh <laughs> 
you know, the big, the big, uh, the, right. big <laughs> the, the big company and unconventional fitness. And, um, you know, like, uh, when I think about unconventional fitness and you kind of, you know, you kind of, we kind of talked about it a little bit. And so I kind of talk about nice flow does. Right. So, um, we have conventional fitness and we have unconventional fitness and we have this like, um, strength and conditioning community who's done a lot of research and they tend to attack the same problem uh, with the research that they've done. All right. Mm -hmm. So here comes this unconventional tool and we've spent a lot of time throwing very conventional thought at it. Right. And there's great uh, representations of that. Like the Onnit Academy is like a strength and conditioning system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Although in it for about 30 minutes, they talk about um, flow. And uh, when I, my approach to the steel mace uh, was, you know, I was trying to get myself out of a, a shitty situation. You know, totally. I was very depressed. You know, I've talked about that a little bit. You talked and about it a little I, bit. I'd love for maybe another time, maybe to unpack that a little bit, because mm -hmm. I think it'll make you know, the story of steel mace magic that much more relative and a little bit more resonating with people. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a different time for a different day, but definitely it took you out of a dark time. Yeah. And you, you know, as, uh, I had that, that personal practice and my students started going in to, uh, practice and having those breakthroughs, those personal development things pour out of them. Um, it was like, man, you know, just like unexplained things happening over and over, right? Like um, oh. I had somebody who was like, man, I've been to counseling. I've been suicidal, like just forever. I've just been depressed. And uh, I picked up the mace and it was like magic happened. Yes. Well, back, back to that coaching that we started off on. Let me challenge that word like. Did it happen or did it, did it not happen? And if you accept, yeah, hey, magic did happen here. That gives you the ability to create other magic for people, right? And yeah. so let's dive into if you have this unconventional tool, let's use it for something very unconventional. Um, I like to think in flow and then I'm, uh, I like things that rhyme, right? So I just, mm -hmm. it came to me one day. I don't care how much you're bench pressing. I'm just trying to cure depression. Depression. Mm -hmm. I like it. See. I want to, that's, I don't want to lift weights. I don't care how much weight anybody can do anything with. If I do a flow with 10 pounds and somebody does it with a quad mace, I go, Oh, that's awesome. But I never pick up the, the quad mace and say, Hey, let me, let me compete with you. Right. Cause I'm not pick compare. I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not comparing bench presses and squats. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, the weight will be taken away. So hurry up and wait for it. Right. Or you can get unconventional with your fitness. You can start attacking fitness. All right. So I attack depression with beautiful, creative movement. Yeah. All right. Hey, still mace flow will get you buff as shit. Look at any of my students. They look like uh, sculptures, uh, like Greek art sculptures. Look at this guy. Anybody who picks up a mace is going to get in shape. Right. Totally. But if I can help you develop a personal relationship with the mace, magic happens and it happens through being able to be yourself see while in flow you are acting out your past you can't act out your future right you can't do it right all you can do is dig into your past so when you pick up your mace 
and you're free. Do whatever you want. Danny, fuck the lines. Bend them. Be yourself. Yes. What happens is you dive into your past. And maybe you find some treasures, man. Maybe you are like, man, I really liked karate. I really liked dancing. I forgot I used to run around like this and play. Matter of fact, right now I am playing. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. And then sometimes you don't have a choice in your flow. You're digging into your past and maybe, maybe you go, man, I feel some emotion. All right. I'm in a movement practice that I have to have concentrated breath in because it's rhythmic. And now I found something through my, in my past that brought up emotion. I get to work through it. I get to physically feel it. I'm in a meditative state. You Magic are. happens. Relief happens. And I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about my students, my steel mace flute students. Right? There's a reason why we use a 10-pound mace. Right? It's not a mace. It's a magic wand. <laughs> right? Totally. Abracadabra. Right? It means something. It means with my words, I create. And with my words, Danny, I change the way people move. Yeah, you fucking do, bro. Dude, I, I didn't hold the gun to anybody's head. I just said words. And then people move like me. Right? So what if I use, what if that is magic? What if using your words to alter somebody's reality is magic? Well, that must mean people are listening to you. Well, what are you going to do with that? Why are they listening to you? I was on a DMT trip. Yes, dude. I just did DMT for the first time a week and a half ago. First time. Beautiful. And I never talk to the spirits. They just kind of show me things. Yeah. And I have to kind of figure it out. Yeah. I met this real powerful entity and it said, Leo, they're watching you. And I was like, oh. And then he said, what will you do with it? Right? So fuck changing somebody's squat, right? Fuck changing somebody's lateral lunge. Hey, mace work, it's cool. It's beautiful. It helps build an identity, uh, whatever identity you want, because you can go resurrect your past, work through it, and be something different on the end. You can flow your way into your future, right? But it's the message that goes along with Still Mace Flow. I'm trying to cure depression. That's what we're doing. And we do it with creative, beautiful movement, right? The right to create is the eternal thing uh, to curing all. Self-actualization, man. You get get to a point to where... Your self-expression creates something that provides a value at scale to a lot of people. And that's how this thing keeps going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and it's, and it's the, I'm telling you, man, it's the, and you're still Mace coach now. So you might have some experiences with this, but here's something I love, right? I teach a class and it's structured, but at the end of the day, we flow and we create moves. But every now and then a student will come in and they'll say, hey, look what I made. Hey, look at this thing I'm doing. Yeah. Or after class, they just play around with the mace. Uh, have you witnessed any of that? Yeah, for sure. Especially in the kids, man. They find like there's so much novelty in that. Like they maybe imagine that they're a Ninja Turtle or they're uh, a Jedi or they're from the Game of Thrones. And like it's a fun way to move. It's a fun way to express yourself through movement. It's a fun way to 
to just, you know, exercise, breathe, tie movement to breathing to become a little bit more calm. And, and, you know, when you're in those states, I feel like you can listen to the environment at more of a balanced, you know, tone and you get clear messages from the cosmos, right? If indeed we are unconditional love, you know, if our consciousness is pure, unconditional love, and that's the source, right? Through these movements that balance your spine, the more you do it, the more you can listen and hone in on intuition. Like when you were talking about how when you're flowing, you dig into your past, like I, all, I hear you letting go of fear, letting go of guilt, sadness, frustration, mm-hmm. letting go of all the torment and negativity and that same energy that is love, that is gratitude, that is joy, that is passion. It flows through a strong spine and into your brain where you fucking feel and expend that energy back outward. And that's contagious. That's fucking magic. That's the nervous system. That's parasympathetic and sympathetic tying together through positive feeling that ultimately gets thrown out through your body in an electromagnetic field that people resonate with, which is why it's so contagious. You know, Mm -hmm. like I've seen the same exact shit with my clients too. Like, and I mean, even the kids, like these people, they want to get off alcohol. They want to get off their antidepressants. They want to set goals for themselves and get after it. Like to me, that is the most amazing thing. It's not, like you said, it's not about ego. It's not about how much can you squat, how much can you bench. And unfortunately, society programs us from a very young age to think like this. And, you know, when I see it in young males, the right away, the first question is, yo, Mr. C, how much do you bench? How much can you squat? Can you bench more than this teacher? Blah, blah, blah. Like already they're starting to like try to show superiority over one another. And they think that's what adults do. And a lot of adults do it. But as I've, you know, grown in my career, as I've grown as a human, as I've grown as a teacher, as a, as a steel mace coach, you know, uh, the more I let that shit go, the more it's not about that, the more it's about empowerment, recalibration, inspiration. And these are the thoughts and emotions that conduct a reality for me. You know, like we talk about magic, man. Like I've, I've been reading a ton of shit from Joe Dispenza and like he talks about these he talks about essentially the chakras. Are you familiar with this? Yeah. And how those, you know, the, the energy points along the spine correspond and relate to things in your life and how once you align those things up, simultaneously aligning them up with your spine, the more you can use that blocked energy and bring it back up through your body, through your life force, the prana, right? The, the prana in that book. I don't know if you saw that message I tagged you in on, on the screen. It looks just like a fucking mace, the spine, the mace, the strengthening around it. To me, it's, there, there's, there's correlations here. There are ways that we can teach people to become more parasympathetic, combine it with a sympathetic stimulus that comes from within to manifest the reality that they want. Yes. Yeah, that's, I love how you say that. Um, actually, like thinking about that light chakra uh, pulling through you and into the earth. And then it projecting upward. Yes. It kind of turns you into like the weld of the maze. Definitely. 
definitely. And that's you like know. why this tool, I mean, for thousands of years has been so prevalent within the tons of societies, why mm-hmm. we've gone away from it in this current society. Like it's interesting to me, but we've done so much fucked up shit to the environment. The Amazon's burning, like dogmatic religion, control of people, power, right? These types of emotions and, and feelings that the, the human just naturally kind of manifests you know, it's not, you don't think about it. Like these things just happen for survival and that's what it is. Like it's stress. It's these, it's these survival mechanisms that kind of kick in, but you know, with breathing, the breathing alone, the meditation alone is moving spinal fluid up and down the spinal cord. That's strengthening yourself up. That's building up your light little by little. You add flow to that. You've add flow with this offset beauty you, you add self-expression, you add all this emotion and passion of the, your personal shit into that. That's why, dude, magic fucking happens. That's why magic happens. You, that's I why, mean, that's you why magic it. happens, bro. I mean, just imagine, like, just metaphorically, you get under that 500-pound bar, and that 500-pound bar is, like, the daily fucking struggle. <laughs> Like all the pain in your life, you hate your job, your dog shits on the carpet. I mean, your coffee sucked, whatever. And you got to walk around with that all day. Just imagine being able to free yourself from that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Internal stress, right. It weighs more than that. I would rather have the 500 pounds on my back because I could look at it. You know, I could be that internal struggle. It's like this sneaky opponent, you know, and, um, I like how you talked about survival mode uh, and getting out of it, uh, you know, creation. All the things you talked about, uh, whether it was diving into flow, um, expressing yourself, the, the general purpose is create, right? So in a, in a personal development program, you're not taught to fight. You're not taught to kill things. You're not taught to smash things, uh, right? You're, you're taught to have a good relationship with your things. Right. No matter what part of it uh, it is, you know, if it's your ego, your ego is just your self image. You can't you can't live without one. No, it, get, it gets shit done, bro. It makes me get these podcasts done like it, it, it serves a purpose for sure. It's, it's and, and it can get you in some bad trouble. Totally. I, I, I want to have a good relationship with fear. Right. I want to have a good relationship uh, with my ego. I want to have a good relationship. Uh, and I and I form those by creating. Right. Yeah. We can fight all day. One of us will win. One of us will lose. And I'm very fucking competitive. And if I live my whole life just crushing things, we're not developing. But whether I create a way for me to be successful and it doesn't affect you, we both win because we created Right. So I did not put anybody in survival mode. Right. I created. It didn't affect you. You said, fuck, there's creation. Creation kills survival mode. Uh, No matter what it is, throw some creation at it, whether it is still mace flow, which I'm a huge advocate of. uh, You know, uh, I think everybody knows why. Uh, But you don't have to be a still mace flow artist. When I go to the park and I see somebody doing like some hula hoop flow. Or I was at the beach in Miami and I ran into this crazy human named Joe and he does rope flow. Mm. And it was, it was beautiful. I mean, you should have seen the smile on Joe's face. You should have heard his laughter. Um, no matter what was going on, on the, uh, going on in his world, 
that little the flows he had they were there was just he had this amazing world and he's uh he's handing that out to people he's teaching people how to be creative uh with the rope so um to all the artists out there who have inspired people with creation we appreciate you fuck yeah and that's there's there's so many of them like you can talk you talk about creation right creation to me is just another form of love it's another form of Mm -hmm. consciousness right it's another form of what the source is like people are like what what happens when you go on dmt or you take mdma man you connect to the source Mm -hmm. and to me spirituality evolving is or spirituality is a sense a a wanting to evolve right and that is self-expression with a loving intent towards something that you create that adds value right and like what you do inspires the fucking shit out of me and i know i feel like there's that that simultaneous like uh the reciprocating energy back and forth like it has this ripple effect and you know jordan peterson talks about the ripple effect and he goes it's fast well obviously it's a fast ripple effect once it happens. I don't know if you listen yeah. to Jordan Peterson at all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was good. I try, that to, was dude, good. I try to connect all these things together and like you throw goodness out there from a loving source and you're enthusiastic about shit and you're passionate and, you know, again, having a strong spine and, and making those, those, uh, those, getting rid of those blockages from all those energy sources, you know, you get up through the heart and through the third eye and through the fucking crown where you, you tap into this innate wisdom and you get these ideas for more creation, for networking, for other possibilities to happen so that you can impact and add value at scale. Like, it's not all coming from Leo. It's not all coming from Danny. There, we're, we're, you know, as what you learn from psychedelics as a resource is that everything is connected, mm-hmm. right? There's yes. this infinite realm of possibilities that you are connected to infinite number of ways all the time you just got to get yourself out of this physical realm in order to experience and draw those things closer to you you know Mm -hmm. and and that happens with with flow that happens with creation that happens with emitting this light this energy that you emit as a teacher as a practitioner as a creator whether it's music Mm -hmm. whether it's paintings whether it's movement patterns whether it's whatever the fuck man food right like that vibration, that frequency is real and people interpret it. Now, what they tell themselves regularly on a daily basis, their programming, that's hard. That's hard to break down. You know, it's hard to break down somebody's programming over years and years and years. A lot of people, Leo, what I'm learning is that they don't want to be put in a vulnerable situation sometimes, you know, like in, uh, in, uh, in that movie, a few good men, we want the truth. Bitch, not you. Not everyone can handle the truth. The truth sometimes is too powerful for the ego to admit themselves to, and without that, there's there could be no growth, you know. Yeah. And good teachers hopefully find ways to uh, to 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 get people to understand and realize those things. But it's a fucking task, you know. It's a task, and you gotta want to do it. And uh, I think also communication plays a huge role into how things work, right? How we deliver the information is super important. Paul Check talks about the nonviolent communication book all the time. And like, I'm reading through it. And you know, I try to use those principles towards how I work with my wife, how I work with my colleagues, how I work with my clients and my students, like, 
really emitting a message in a clear, concise way where you understand the person's energy so they don't get offended, they don't get it twisted, so where they can take that information and use it to their full potential for growth, right? Like you're putting yourself in a situation to where you're, you're providing this value to people. You have to understand the person you're selling this to, right? You have to understand almost like an individual level which way is going to hit them the best and the most, or the, the most optimum way. You know what I'm saying? This is something that I'm learning real, real quickly as I grow into my thirties, into my, my teaching career as a, as a, you know, as a movement practitioner, or as someone who's just a mentor to young people or a mentor to people in general. Like I, again, I'm, I, I feel like I'm, I'm practicing all these, these methods and I really do. I tap into my innate wisdom and and I, 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 during my meditations, I'm listening to my soul. I'm listening to what my inner self says. And I try to, you know, like you said, I, I told you I was a, a teacher. I'm breaking away from corporate academia because it, it stopped me from speaking my truth, right? There was blockage here for me, for me personally, Not, you know, in fear mm -hmm. of losing my job and fear of losing my source of income, which is another yeah. resource, mm -hmm. which is energy in, in another way. And, uh, Anything that, that stops you from speaking your truth or your own creation needs to be pushed out of your life eventually if you want to reach full potential. So now that I've kind of detached myself from this corporate shit, I'm here to talk about my personal experiences. I'm here to talk about a little bit more in depth what these things mean to me so that I could have a clearer message, a more heart-mind-connected message that hopefully relates to people on another level, which brings them hopefully to this, uh, this mode of wanting to be better and, and, and improvement, you know? Danny, congratulations on your journey, man. Thank you. Um, That's why I wanted to yeah, talk to you, able, buddy. Being able to get through that, um, it can be scary. And, so scary. You know, um, a lot of, a lot of uh, as I was going through that transition and anybody out there going through that, um, that phase shift, um, Leo Savage was scared as shit. Fuck yeah. And you can kind of lay into that, uh, that comfort blanket a little bit. Um, but it should be challenging. And, you know, there might be, there were a lot of people who told me along the way that I was crazy. And oh, I get it every day finally, now, bro. I just admitted, I said, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Embrace crazy it. as shit. And you, and you know what? That's unconventional. Right. But I think, you know, it's, it's, it's what is needed, right? Whenever you think about people uh, who created crazy things, you thought um, they're crazy. But at the end of the day, they were right. I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to challenge the straight spine. So it's very important that you know how to control your spine. Mm -hmm. But we'll just do something real quick, a real uh, quick experiment. Uh, what do you think is more beautiful? Uh, typewriter, print? or uh, handwritten calligraphy oh handwritten for sure okay and then if you were going to lift an atlas stone would you do it with a straight spine or would you do it with a curved spine um i would do it in a way that my my spine isn't compromised for sure so that's going to be a straight spine the whole time like you're not going to want so to when you when you lift an atlas stone you're actually supposed to curl over it oh and if you watch like the strongman competitions yeah yeah they right. roll their chest yeah yeah and then danny you're super guilty i watch your 360 i watch everybody's 360 you bump your chest and sway side to side and matter of fact your spine although may it be at slight does this mm. 
and everybody in the steel mace community, and I mean everybody, including me, breaks the rule. Definitely. And it feels good to go with momentum. And I know that we're trying to create the straight line, but we get hurt in the areas we don't train in. If you never go over here, when you go over here, there's trouble. So let's get comfortable bending the lines. Not saying that all people should start from a system of like, hey, let's break the rules, let's bend the lines. But communication, like you said, is key. Totally. And you also said, you're not ready for the truth. Yeah. It's off saying, hey, let's do this shit with our spine. It might have not made as much sense. But Ganny, you've got this far. Yeah. Right. It's neat that we're talking. You followed the rules. It's time to explore a little bit. Definitely. And yeah. and having it's these so, conversations. So responsibly. So and having just the mindset like, I'm going to learn so much more. I'm not right now. This is just the best information I have right now because I'm prepared to evolve. You know, I can't wait for the next thing. Um, but yes, we, gotta, we have to learn how to go into extension and flexion. And we have to know how to do so on uh, demand in fight or flight. Uh, there's actually a guy, David Weck, if you get into any of his work, he does a lot of coiling and articulation of the spine that is not um, keep your spine straight uh, mentality. Right. So um, just kind of a neat thing to dive into. Uh, sometimes there's more beauty outside of the lines. Uh, it's important to play by the rules. Sure. But if I have a student, right, who comes in and she's dealing with uh, depression, because I get that now. I, it used to be people would come in and say, hey, I want abs or I want legs. But because I've been so vulnerable, magic has happened. People now come to me and they tell me the truth. All right. Why are you here? Oh, I want to learn how to do a 360. Uh-uh. They tell me the first time. We are, I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. I want to blow my brains out. Like I have a uh, thing full of pills. Like I'm ready to go. All right. I'm going to give that guy beautiful movement. Fuck I'm going to make that guy feel as fucking beautiful as possible. Right. If I can give him that, right. That's magic. Right. So it is my ability as the coach to die knows the problem if it's a strength problem maybe it's an emotional problem usually if you just cure the emotional problem all the wild dreams will come true i never try to get in shape i just got through my shit and then magic happened uh, my body adapted to being happy um, so sometimes you got to teach people to write in cursive to get them through their stuff because we take information in a different level nowadays Right, like you and me are having a conversation. You're in your car. You're running a business in your car. I'm running a business in my bedroom. It's unconventional times. The rate of adaption is quick. Do you know how many people are swinging steel mace flow, like doing all the crazy stuff, and they don't have a coach? Maybe we were wrong to listen to our parents for so long. Right, we let them dress us for a second, but let's rethink things. Let's fucking reinvent the wheel. All right, let's do something crazy. Right. I want hover cars and hoverboards. That's the type of future I want to live in. I want to live in a future where you can come in and sculpt your mind and your body is going to say, hey, I'm into it too. I want a future where the movement practice is so powerful that one of the mottos is put mace in hands. Right? Give mace away. Give this thing that's super important to you away to people. Right? It's kind of funny if you look at the mace and then you look at a magic wand like the similarities, 
Totally. They look like I kind of wave it in the air. I say things, people move. Weird shit happens. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then the resemblance to the spine, the resemblance to the fucking life force tube. Like that shit to me makes me feel like uh, it's so it's all connected. Now, I want to pick your brain about this because this one, like I, I thought about this when I was doing the Viking Ninja white belt certification and I was doing the 360 and I was just at the end of it. I was like fucking dead. It was like a 30 minute test. I had to do a handful of exercises for a certain amount of reps within a certain amount of time. Right. And at the end of it, I'm doing three sixties for the remainder of the time. Cause I finished up all the things that I had to do. And I think I had like five minutes to just three sixty until the time was up. Right. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going through the motions. I'm trying to not, I'm not thinking about uh, the physical pain I'm feeling or the, you know, whatever I'm going through, the, the stress I'm going through, I'm just kind of like letting my, my breath and movement pair and just letting my brain go free. So I listen to a lot of Paul Check. I love Paul Check. I'm not sure how familiar you are with his work or how deep you go into Paul Check's work, but I was listening to uh, How to Improve Yourself Spiritually. And uh, he starts talking about love. And he's like, I asked my soul what love is and lo and behold, my soul takes me there, right? So he's talking about unconditional love, the source of everything, right? So he talks about L being living and living being a a happy living life, living life happily, basically, right? Making sure that you're expressing joy and passion, enthusiasm and all that stuff, right? So that's, he's like, that's what the L stood for, where my soul took me. And then he goes, the O stands for zero, which is the zero, zero point, which is everything and nothing all at once, everywhere and nowhere, infinity, right? The source of everything, right? It's all happening and it's not happening simultaneously. And then VE stands for volt electron, which makes this, this experience embodied physical here in this 3D realm, right? So then I start thinking about the, 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 the movement of the mace and movement of clubs can work here too. And we do this in a lot of different ways, not just a 360, but, you know, with, with single arm 360s and, and moving with, you know, a club. But the mace is constantly at that zero, zero points, right? Mm-hmm. And, or at least in a pendulum, right? The mace drops at that zero, zero point. If you're doing like, you know, back and forth with the mace, boom, ba boom, you know, it, it, at, for a split second, at some point it's at zero, zero where it's infinite. It's everywhere, nowhere, all at the same time. However, connected in our hands still, right? Mm. In the physical realm, how does that relate to the magic that's happening with the mace? Right. I think about that. I thought about that while I was doing the test, basically tripping balls while I'm doing the 360 at the end of this class. And I'm, I'm wondering, and I, I asked this question to Eric Leon and Francesca fit not too long ago, Francesca Martinez. And Eric was like, dude, you were tripping during your test, man. And uh, I just keep thinking about this the more I, I work with the mace. And obviously there's a lot of other components that happen, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, so I'm actually a Viking Ninja white belt myself. I got to take the white belt certification and that's quite a fucking test, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want me to explain it, it's a, it's a hundred. No, bears. no, no. I, you want me to tell oh, you? Yeah. Yeah. Go, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. 
It's a hundred. It's a hundred bear squats. It was uh, two hundred straight steel mace hand switch squats. It was uh, one hundred straight push ups, and then it was fifty lunge uppercuts on each side. And then if you finish within that time, you know within the thirty minutes, or if you had time left, you had to do three sixties. So um, and having some time to like finish a test with 360s there's a a lot of thought that like goes into that like why you're there in that moment yeah and um i'm glad that you experienced a lot of love and you 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 said love it's the center which everything comes from yeah the the the, Uh, uh, the source if you will you know my my experience with the steel mace and being in that like fantasy realm when I swing 360s just to get like a real relatable. Uh, I get all this where I get all this information from with the mace, like all these creative movements. Um, but I like to think that they've been pre-established. Somebody's already done them before. And, you know, the universe is just singing to me. But often when I fantasize about swinging the mace, I, I think about being the sun and how fun it would be to swing all the planets. Woo! Like I think of like the sun and a gravitational pull. It's like this straight thing going into the mace. Hey, and I have to swing like each that. planet. I have to swing each planet delicately and everyone has to be in, in orbit. For instance, swinging Mercury, it's real close to the sun. It's real close to the handle. That's swinging swords. The sword swings, which are good for the wrist, they're good yeah. for the fingers. Look at this shit, right? Yeah, you should see that at a rave. I'm with you. <laughs> no. So, huh, so did, you say, did you say you should see that at a rave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> formula life. Um, so when I think about swinging Mercury, I think about the close orbit that it needs to happen, and the catastrophe or the chaos that would happen to the planet or to the gravitational pull and the things that are entangled with it. Uh, maybe I get a little far out there, right? Maybe I'm thinking of like swinging um, earth, very delicate balance. I need to swing that in a very harmonious way. I have the earth doesn't swing itself. I swing. It's not dancing around me. I control every, uh, every ounce of its rotation. Pluto, the Gata, the big heavy mace. I'm hanging on. I can't hold my ground. I have to counter lean. You swing a big ass heavy mace, you lean the opposite side so you can take out all the slack immediately. That way you can help protect your back, take care of your elbows. If you watch everybody who swings a heavy mace in India, they don't hold the center line to survive. They articulate their spine in such a way uh, that they can pull away. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think of swinging Jupiter, I think of I have to move with this thing in order for it to work. So I, um, that's, that's my idea of thinking about um, being in that flow state during heavy uh, amounts of 360s, 500, 1,000, uh, 2,000. I know Rick Brown doesn't set his mace down unless it's 2,000 reps. And uh, that guy more than 2,000 reps. So, um, yeah, shout out to Rick Brown. Uh, you know, it's, it's really neat to have, like, all these different expressions of steel mace you know, you've got like a really good strength and conditioning program in Pikey Ninja. And, uh, you know, they've got, you've got Rick Brown, who's like, he's the samurai, right? He teaches the ancient way of the mace, right? 
hey, we can argue been a lot more research done into like Viking Ninja program than maybe like Swinging Gata, right? Uh, you might think uh, that might be that might be an opinion, but the lessons that the samurai gave us are eternal. So I look at Rick Brown as like um, he teaches some really good stuff, but one thing he really teaches is lineage. You know where it comes from. Yeah, you know he's like the Bruce Lee, like he teaches in the ancient way, and uh, you know you have myself and. I don't have a strength and conditioning program. And it's great that you have these three people who are doing the same thing, the same exact thing. It's just different anecdotally. Totally. Right. Totally, man. And if you have somebody who's, yeah. No, go ahead. Say, say, say that again. You know, if you, if you have somebody who's like, I need to find myself, <laughs> guys, I need to, something's happening in here. I'm not going to put them in the military. I'm not going to, this is the way you do it. This is the only way you do it. I'm going to give them freedom. Same time I've got some, somebody and they live in freedom. I might not be the answer for them. You might need some structure. You might need something just to slow you down so you can think about it. Right. You might have somebody who, uh, who's nostalgic and there's this beautiful way that honors the traditional way of swinging the mace yeah. uh, that, you know, Rick Brown's pioneered. And, uh, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's pretty interesting to me, man. And like part of my vocation here is to unify all this, like show the people that there are these options and there's so many different, I mean, they're not, there's not a ton of steel mace instructors. Like it's still very like new and not, not a lot of people like, know what the fuck it is and like they don't really get deep into the the information about it where it comes from i mean you're talking like mainstream people they're they're just they don't know they don't know what the fuck it is so there's not a ton of people part of my vocation is to connect people together and show the people that there are these different types of instructors out there there are different types of movement practices that are out there that we will all benefit from find your shit Find the stuff that resonates with you and go do it. You know, if it if so happen you want to you want to learn this stuff. But uh, but yeah, man, like I want to connect people. That's why I'm so fond of like, you know, talking to guys like you and and doing the podcast. Really, the the podcast has yeah. has you know got me to 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 network and build relationships with a ton of like minded people, and it's fueled me the fuck up to the point <laughs> where like like I want to take my business on a global level. Like that's where I, that's where I envision like that. Like, you know, what's his name? Uh, Joe Dispenza talks about the quantum field and like unlimited possibilities in the quantum. Like that's where my brain goes. Like I want to, I want to build global fucking workshops to where we can teach people, not just the physical part of everything, but we can teach them about the spine where we can teach them about the breathing and the movement patterns in the brain and how this all works together and tie the energy centers together and relate them to stuff in real life so that we can teach people to align and ultimately tap into their pure potential and do this at scale with the, the right people to brew this fucking stew of like wokeness in society today and in 2020 right like 100 years ago 1920 it was the great depression i'm really optimistic about these 10 years even though everyone's fucking living in fear and running around like the world's gonna end 2020 i feel is like the great resistance man like i want to fucking team up with people where uh we can send a message and fucking like 
I don't want to say, I don't want to be, uh, you know, so egotistical to say like, I want to wake people up, blah, blah, blah. No, I want to, I want to just give a roadmap to people to where they can potentially find their true self, their pure, their pure potential. Tap into that a little bit so that it can indeed make their reality and the life around for their people in their community, uh, uh, optimized one, a beneficial one, something that keeps the, the creation alive through generation to come, you know? Man, um, man, you're doing a lot, a ton of self-development. And uh, I took this course, the Strong Coach, and anytime I meet yeah. somebody like you, uh, I tell them, like, fucking figure it out. I don't care how you do it. Make that Strong Coach thing happen for yeah. you. Um, you know, you're going through a rebirth. And a lot of people, when they go through a rebirth, I, you know, like I think of like a phoenix rising from the ashes there might be a time where you're in some ashes, whether that's like financially or emotionally. Mm -hmm. And you know, how the fuck do I get out of there? Cause a lot of people get stuck there and it's great to have like a vision, but to be able to put it in a tackleable goal, something that you can really achieve. Whenever I meet somebody who's on that journey, who's put in some self work. I just say, go fucking look at the strong coach, talk to them. And, uh, there's, yeah. there's coach journal. Definitely. I have so everybody to everybody uh, out there can see can see the strong coach thing. I don't put out products that I don't believe in, but um if you're doing self-development, there's a an amazing course that you can go through. I actually just got back from uh the strong coach summit. Yeah, that's got, why you were talking about Steel Mace Magic. I want let's let's uh, wrap up the convo yeah. with how you talk with those people. Uh yeah, so it was it was an interesting thing and I had um I was intimidated, man. I didn't have my mace. I was speaking in front of 50 entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh, who invested heavily to go to this program. The program's expensive and uh, the travel, you know, that stuff gets expensive too. And, you know, I, I thought like, wait, well, I hope I have something to offer these people. <laughs> and um, it was really neat how it was presented because they gave us all the information you need to be successful in templates hey follow this they brought in a bunch of amazing speakers and those speakers gave us their playbooks you don't have to think about it just do what i did and uh then they brought me up and they said um, hey leo got to where he is being very unconventional and so it was just very neat to have a bunch of presenters say hey here are the rules play by them and then curveball hey here's a rule breaker Phew. tell them what you do and so um you know i got to speak about uh steel mace flow to a you know, to a good group of people. And you know, it's hard to measure how you do, right? Uh, because everybody takes in a different message from what you said. Totally. And it became time for everybody to ask questions uh, about, you know, what was said during this like Q&A that I went through. And uh, nobody had any questions. It was just uh, thanks. People wanted to thank me for inspiring them to lean into whoever they are. Uh, you don't have to put up a, a perfect image. Matter of fact, it's not true. And the people who are out there who are on spot the fakes at a crazy rate, right? Be yourself and lean into it for, for your problems were. Um, I was a drug addict, you know, I, I battled all the time. And here I am at the peak fitness career and people get to look at that and say, fuck, Leo's used to be on drugs. I used to be on drugs. I don't need to hide from that anymore. 
I don't need to create a self-image. Uh, um, I need to play the victim, but I also don't need uh, to create an image around that. You know, I can I can still go on. There's still still more life even after the fuck ups. Uh, you know, just don't hide from them. Definitely, the bro. experience itself was you know it was awesome. We gave away fifty mace to uh, so neat. I came up with the saying: put mace in hands. And one of my mentors, Mike Bletso, who put on the event. He bought 50 mace and uh, he gave them out. And this is some inside information, right? Juicy news. So he gave out the 50 still mace. Uh, Mike had a mace practice at home. Uh, and Mike has shared this, so I don't mind talking about it. But, um, you know, Mike's body was, was hurt from all the physical training uh, that had been going on. And so he spent, he said, four to five years uh, in his living room, building a relationship with the mace. And it meant, it meant something to him in such a way that he wanted people to, to uh, use it. And so when he had the power to give, um, he put mace in hands. He gave out 50 mace knowing that there's some fucking magic in there. Right. And the people who are teaching it, they're teaching magic. Right. Fuck yeah, Leo Savage. They are. Fuck yeah, Joey Cole, Danny Cola. Oh, I said Joey. <laughs> That's okay. My dad's name is Joe. You know, I, I the, the whole thing with the Joe, like I like, like I'm attracted to a lot of Joes. Like my dad's name is Joe. My mom's name is Joanne. I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan, a Joey Diaz fan. Now I'm fucking balls deep in Joe Dispenza. I don't understand. You're calling me Joe, and uh, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't Look know what the fuck it. that means. I, I told that to my wife, and she's like, Joe's just a common name, you idiot. She's like, why does yeah. there got to be an answer for yeah. everything? <laughs> no, there's an answer for it, man. Fuck that. Have a pirate mindset. Yeah, right. Totally. If there's a star in the sky, it's where you navigate to, right? That's what You just got to stop. You got to stop looking at them as fucking things in the sky. It's a sign. You're yeah. going to meet somebody named Joe. You're going to change Joe's life. Lean into Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Leo, listen, I got to wrap this up because my computer is going to die. But, uh, hey, I really, from the bottom of my heart, bro, I, re- I appreciate this conversation. And, uh, like, this was just, it really was, like, a, a magic conversation. I knew that we were going to hit these topics home. I really fucking felt it, and I'm glad it came to fucking reality. And I really hope it hits the, the ears of thousands so that, you know, we can keep fucking doing our thing and keep adding value at, at, uh, at scale like we're doing, you know? So I appreciate it. And uh, leave, leave people the information so where they can find you at Instagram and Steel Mace Flow and all that good stuff. Uh, you guys make sure you check out steelmaceflow.com, the world's leading source in Steel Mace Flow online certification. Well, it's the only one, so that's kind of a <laughs> gig. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram at leo.savage.smf. I can't wait to train you guys. It's been a real pleasure hanging with you, Danny. Thank you so much for what you do for the Mace community. And congratulations on your journey, man. Dude, right on, man. I look forward to collabing in the future. You're the man. I appreciate you. Let's do it. All right. All right, man. Have a good one, all right? Later. And that's the podcast, everybody. Make sure to check out Leo Savage on Instagram at leo.savage.smf, the OG of Steel Mace Flow great conversation i hope you learned a lot i hope you picked up i hope you enjoyed some of that convo and if you did make sure to like and rate like what are you gonna do you gonna like it are you gonna like the show uh (laughs) make sure to rate it and review it 
on iTunes or SoundCloud or Spotify or however you're listening to this. And if you like it, obviously share it with somebody that you love. I thank you. Check out my Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. We can connect there. Slide in my DMs, bro. All the love in the world. Let's connect soon.